Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's past 12.30 a.m. As the Miami Heat just dominate the Golden State Warriors 114 to 102, and I had to get y'all a video. Haven't posted a post-game reaction in like a week or so. Took a little bit of a break for Christmas, but break no more. Just like the Golden State Warriors are no more. There was a time where they used to strike fear into the opponents. Not so much anymore as they shot like, I don't even gotta check, like 12% from three today. Anyways, if y'all watching, I appreciate you. All the real Heat fans are up right now, like myself, I'm standing up to keep myself awake. I done already took my contacts out, can't see nothing. Everyone in my house is asleep, like I was saying. But that was a fun game, and I was not going to be recording if they lost. So thank God they didn't blow another fourth quarter lead because like the rest of y'all, the Heat were up like 15 going to the fourth quarter. And I'm pretty sure we all thought it was going to get close, but it never did. So anyways, I got a couple of notes here. So I want to kind of go through and discuss everything we saw tonight. The first one is I want to reference this tweet from uh, Barry Jackson, a.k.a. Basement Barry, a.k.a. Petty Barry, whatever you want to call him. He basically had a tweet and I'm paraphrasing here he said uh if joe cronin is tired of watching his sorry ass trailblazers get blown out by the even more sorry ass san antonio spurs then maybe he should tune into the heat game where all the young guys that he thought were terrible are balling out because that was the theme of the game tonight as i was watching the game i'm, I'm you know i'm just thinking oh what's gonna be the title for this video what am i gonna talk about uh and at first you had Bam being aggressive. You had Jame Hakez driving to the basket. Eric Reed dropped the bar saying if he wants to drive with Jame Hakez in Miami traffic, the way he cuts through traffic, something like that. It was a bar. So shout out to Eric Reed. Uh, then you had Jamal Kane explosion. Then you had Nikola Jovic coming to the game. A guy that I kind of forgot who was on the team. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, and play awesome. So we'll kind of get into all these guys. And yes, I should mention Tyler Hero, who I thought was very, very good tonight, who a lot of people think I'm a hater of. And I don't hate Tyler Hero. I haven't hated anyone on the Heat since Mo Harkless, just to set the record straight. So anyways, let's start with Nikola Jovic, who finished the Knights. Let me pull up the box score here with eight. Oh, no, I was going to say 18. That was Jamal Kane. Uh, Nikola Jovic tonight in 19 minutes with 11.3 rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. Where to start with Nikola Jovic? Hasn't seen, this is like, what, his fifth game this year? All of them were on the road. Hasn't seen time in a few weeks, a few months, maybe a couple months has it been. Uh, and he did have that, you know, article that came out. Or he was uh, getting interviewed in an article. It was uh, in a different language. A lot of it might have been lost in translation. But he basically said that he doesn't like the way he's being used on the heat. He thinks he's a guard. He wants to be used as a guard. Now, when he did play, I felt like they personally let him bring the ball up the court a lot, but obviously he wasn't getting that much run. Well, tonight, the man got run, and the man played point guard. I even saw Thomas Bam got a rebound, and the first thing he did was look for Nikola Jovic coming down the court, and he was everywhere, driving to the lane with that little George Gervin finger roll. Attacking the basket, finding mismatches, finding Kevin Love inside, finding guys back door. He was amazing tonight. And this is what we saw in FIBA from Nikola Jovic. And it has me very excited as a Heat fan. And on top of that, the defense was good. Like I said earlier, he had a steal and a block. But I think for the most part, that's why he wasn't playing these last 20 plus games or so. 
but tonight he didn't look lost out there he was rotating well and he was even matched up on Steph Curry for one play Curry was forced to pass the ball he was very good defensively so it's nice to see that the guy's been putting in a, a ton of work since he hasn't been running. He hasn't been pouting. He's just putting his head down and getting to work. And I think that is the reason why Jimmy Butler loves him. Obviously, I should mention tonight, didn't have Jimmy, didn't have Jay Rich, didn't have Kyle Lowry because he wanted to rest. I don't know what he's been doing out there that he got to rest. But anyways, uh, Jimmy Butler was, sitting, was still at the game tonight and Every time Nikola Jovic made a play, Jimmy was the first guy jumping up, celebrating, dapping him up. Of course, Jimmy drove like all the way from where they were playing the Bucks to see them play in the G League just to watch Nikola Jovic. So very clearly, Jimmy loves him some Nikola Jovic. And you know, if, if a kid is not working hard, Jimmy will not mess with you. So for him to love him that much, you know, he must be one of the hardest workers there. Uh, and I didn't even mention on the defense side, Jovic drew a charge today on Steph Curry. So when you talk about a guy who earlier in the season we said was very bad rotating, was very bad IQ, to draw a charge on a guy as shifty and smart as Curry, that is a huge development to his just his defensive awareness, which maybe is a sign that he'd get more playing time sometime soon. I know this is just one game, doesn't necessarily mean a lot, but it was very promising as it was a huge jump from the last time we seen Nikola Jovic. Whenever the hell that was. Let's talk about Hame Hawkins tonight, who finished with 17 points, five rebounds, six assists, all in 38 minutes of play. What can be said about Hame Hawkins that hasn't already been said? He can do it all out there. We saw the passing in the fast break, even in the half court setting. We saw him driving, putting his head to the basket, spin moves up and unders, pump fakes, hitting the three point shot. I don't even want to talk about him that much anymore because he's becoming so consistent one of the most consistent players on the entire team uh and it's the same thing every night which is just awesomeness so there's really not too much i can say about it but a guy that i can't talk a lot about is jamal kane who finished with what 18 and 6 tonight in 28 minutes he is looking to be a guy that can kind of do everything on offense now we'll, we'll talk about the defense real quick because he was amazing there as well stripping guys uh holding his own great on the point of attack staying in front of his man he has the obviously the athleticism to do that we kind of knew that about jamal kane but he looks so refined offensively which is really how he's going to be a true rotation player in this league used to be a not, not necessarily a little bit of a zero on offense but just kind of a guy that could only score because he was athletic get a few dunks a few lobs that sort of thing but he's shooting the ball very well from three this year. His form is impeccable. He gets up so high on his release and the follow through is so pure. Am I the only one that that thinks Jamal Kane has like one of the best forms on the entire team? It just looks so beautiful to me. And tonight he was getting into the mid range. He was attacking the basket. He, he really tried to get that 20th point. He missed a couple bunnies at the end. I wish he could have gotten it, but still easily the best game of Jamal Kane's career and the fact that he was dominant not dominant but he was really good on both sides of the ball he looks again very very promising uh did I mention anything else about any of the young guys here not necessarily those were kind of the the three that really stood out you know Hakez, Jovic and Kane they were awesome now for the uh resting Kyle Lowry tonight uh RJ Hampton did get the start 
he's a guy that I'm not as high on. I was peaked when the Heat first got him because we know that he liked to get these undrafted guys and turn them into great players. Warren well, Hampton was a first round pick. He was a guy that, especially in high school, was looked at as having a lot of talent. So I was wondering what the Heat could sort of bring out of him, you know, because he's a guy that was was much higher rated than, than all these other undrafted guys that they got. Uh, I don't think he's that good. <laughs> Obviously, he's only been with the Heat for a few months now. That can change. The defense is there, but he's a guy that looks like a zero on offense. You know, he, he I guess you could kind of say he looks a little bit of what Jamal Kane was last year. Very solid defensively, athletic, but a zero on offense. He looks funky when he dribbles, sort of looks like Hayward Highsmith offensively last year before he got some time to really develop his game. So no no slight to, to RJ Hampton. He hasn't been there that long, but he hasn't been great. I'm not as excited about him. But again, I mean, he only oh, he did play 24 minutes tonight, finished with seven points, but he is what he is. He's a two-way player. He's not going to get a lot of run going forward, but hey, never know. Maybe he's here next year and he can kind of get better after that uh to round up the starting lineup high smith didn't really uh, do much tonight we played 18 minutes but i really like what i saw from bam and tyler bam was super aggressive early on he only finished with 17 points on the night but he was aggressive from the jump because you knew you uh, he knew that this heat team needed it missing jimmy missing lowry missing all those other guys but as the game kind of went on he did what Jimmy Butler is very good at, which is kind of feeling out the game, getting other guys involved. If guys are hot, if guys are shooting well, he keeps feeding them. And he did an awesome job of that tonight. Only finished with four assists, but he was letting the other guys cook. He was getting the ball to Hawkins in the post. He was giving the ball to Jamal Kane in space and letting him make a play. So I love what we got from Bam tonight. And then coming to fourth quarter, he got his buckets. He said, okay, we need some buckets. Chris Paul's getting hot. Warriors going on a little bit of a run let me go to work and last year he had the mid-range jump shot last year right he was not backing dudes down and doing little dream shakes fading away at least not as consistently as he is right now and that's what we saw today that's what we've been seeing all year that is so tough and that is a very clear sign of an improvement in his game and i love it tyler hero also tonight hit some you know some big shots late to kind of stop the run he kind of did the same as bam was aggressive early on played well shot well finished with what 26 points tonight 10 to 18 over 50 percent you'd love to see it especially after he was terribly efficient last game but he also did a great job of getting a feel for the game and i love to see that from him as well uh he had a great game and what continues to be a very great season for him i'm curious to see how that continues once jimmy butler returns who could be next game they play utah on saturday so we'll see what happens there uh didn't get too much else from the bench other than the guys that we mentioned kevin love i thought was great tonight as he's been all season in his limited playing time um didn't really need much from duncan robinson tonight and that just kind of rounds out uh the rest of the game today so that's pretty much all i got on the heat side on the warrior side steph curry geez that guy was terrible tonight i told will not to bet the over it was at 27 and a half he took the over that boy's stupid curry ain't even finished with half of that what curry finished with he finished with 13. now the heat typically do a good job clamping curry but i knew today missing jimmy missing jay rich missing caleb martin the defense might struggle a little bit maybe curry would get hot that was not the case. Uh, and also, Clay, uh, Andrew Wiggins only finished with 11. He's a notorious Heat killer. So I did take his over, which did not hit. But I was shocked he didn't go off, and I was glad he didn't. Uh, even though Sarge had 10, I felt like he was a lot better than that. He's a notorious Heat killer, too. But for pretty much the most part, the Heat held everyone on the Warriors in check. So defensively as a whole, 
they continue to be great defensively no matter who's in the lineup which is just a sign of a, a great really built well-rounded and deep team which is why i keep saying i have so much faith in this squad come the postseason now there was one player i do want to mention if y'all didn't see or you did see let me know what you think because i'm confused basically clay thompson shot a three in the corner and at the same time nikolajovic ran through a screen so they reviewed it to see if the shot came before the foul typical and when they reviewed it they said that the shot came they, they said that the shot did come before the foul but clay thompson was out of bounds when he shot so the bucket was waved off but it was warriors ball because of the foul so if you said the shot came before the foul and he was out of bounds on the shot isn't that a turnover I was very confused. So if anybody watched the game and saw that, maybe you can explain it to me because I just don't get it. But I've been rambling for enough time here. It's almost 1 a.m. I got it by the time I edit and upload. So if you are watching, if you did get to this point, I do greatly appreciate you because I'm doing this for y'all. So if you could please leave me a like and subscribe, it does go a long way in helping me out a lot. The Miami Heat played the Utah Jazz on Saturday. I will be busy after the game. So no post game then. But I will be watching. I'll be on Twitter sharing my thoughts. Probably follow me at Anthony the underscore Heat. And until then, I'll see y'all next time. So, peace out. Look, pull up in the city, trying to get that dead fast. Like, do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight. Like, had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space. You know this homegrown bitch don't offend me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.